This is the voice. No, it's not. But Gwen Vanilla Mason, welcome home. You're at home with Brene Antoinette, and it's 10:30 p.m. So you know what that means. There will be some yawns on this episode. <laughs> um, we are nearing the end of season five. We've got two more episodes left, and. I'm super excited. I'm going to do my very, very, very best to um, to actually keep this one short, okay? And I mean short, short. Because I wanted to come on here while this is fresh on my mind and not while uh, and, and not really do like I normally have. Like I tell you guys all the time, probably was 7, 8, 9, 10, 12, um, bullet points like I try to outline at least kind of my talking points of where we're gonna go with this we can go straight off the cuff this is a freestyle Friday but technically on a Tuesday night um so today's episode is all about career peace you know this season five is all about peace be still if you want peace be still so I want to share a little bit with you about career peace being at peace with your career and we gonna just glide through this one you guys I'm gonna tell you a quick story as per usual um so oh my goodness um I recently started for different jobs because uh, it was not clear if the contract for the company that I work with was going to be extended for the city that we work with and um, so I started applying and I kind of immediately started interviewing places now it's been a long time since I've been on a job interview (laughs) so Um, The very first one, I was a little bit nervous, but I still felt that it went well. I didn't end up getting that position, Um, and it worked, well, everything has worked out in my favor and for my good, but um, I I was feeling kind of desperate, and that really wasn't going to be the place for me. The second interview that I went on... um, and a virtual interview. Um, I felt better about, I wouldn't even say that I felt better about. What I felt better about was after, during and after I interviewed, it began to become very, very clear to me my own skills, my own abilities. And who the F I am. (laughs) Interviewing. Now, even though I didn't end up taking that position, um, interviewing reminded me who the F I am. Um, Answering some of the questions, I surprised my own self because I was like, girl... You doing a good job. You doing a good job. <laughs> um, I surprised myself with the breadth and depth of my own knowledge, especially you know when you're interviewing. There's a p- 
part of you that kind of gets unlocked that maybe isn't always unlocked on your current job because you're in kind of the monotony of and the minutiae of, of what that job currently entails. But when you have to go back and kind of pull from the recesses of your mind all of the experiences that you have had and all of the different um, opportunities and just things that you overcome, it actually could be very, very uh, freeing and refreshing to interview. Um, so I interviewed for this job and then, and I spoke about this last week during the financial um, financial piece um, uh, episode. But the next step was to um, interview with the team that I would be leading. And this is all going to come full circle. Um, before I had that interview, a couple weeks before I had that interview, my teacher said, uh, I stayed after class and we were talking about the PhD program and all these different things. And she said, have you written a personal vision statement yet? And I said, no, I haven't. And she was like, I recommend you do that. That'd be very good for you. And so I was like, okay, dope. So I didn't really look it up or, you know, she didn't give me any guidelines. And I went home and I just started writing. And while I'm referring to it as a personal vision statement, um, it actually is kind of a love letter to myself and a a letter of commitment and intent to myself and to uh, the people that I come in contact with. And um, I began to become very, very, very clear about what I will accept, what I will not accept, um, how I will operate, how I will not operate, um, what kind of organizational culture I thrive in, what kind I don't, what I expect, um, and, you know, just overall, again, like the commitment to myself, things that I'm no longer going to allow myself to do, which is shrink to make someone else feel better, or even when I don't know something, to not be embarrassed about not knowing something, and we're not going to get into all that tonight, but... When I started to think about career peace and what that looks like, I had to come back. I had to allow myself the time to pray myself out of the desperation, to pray myself out of this panic mode that was almost going to allow me to just take any kind of opportunity just because it was an opportunity, not because it was a good opportunity. Now, one of the ways that... Um, I would say that you find career peace is do that vision statement, do that personal vision statement. (laughs) Because to me now when I'm wavering, I can go back to that, the commitment that I made to myself. So I I can't take positions that um, I had another interview and um, I just had to (laughs) tell (laughs) y'all, I had an interview and um, the lady was asking me all these questions and I was, you know, knocking them out of the park and everything. And she said, you know what, this is really good. Let me put you on hold really quick and get our so-and-so manager on. And I said, okay. So that person hopped on the Zoom and she said, you know what, give me just one more second. Let me go ahead and um, get the marketing person. Let me get that. And so we're talking and they're literally like, this has turned 
it switched from an interview to um, more. It was still an interview, but it wasn't a job interview. Um, so I ended up saying, you know what? This is feeling a lot more like a consultation. So I'm going to let's stop here and I'll go ahead and send you my consultation notes. If you haven't already listened to um, episode six, which is financial peace, go back and listen to that one because it getting that financial peace gave me the courage to say in a in an interview where I'm trying to get this position, or at least I thought I was at the time, right? This is no longer this is no longer a job interview. Now you are, and I had to let them know I'm no longer in a position where I can give my intellectual property away for free. But I had to become comfortable with my relationship with money and comfortable and at peace with who I am and my purpose and my gifting to be able to assess in that moment that, oh, these people are trying to take advantage of me. And the only way that I can protect myself and have my mental peace not be affected is to go ahead and set that boundary. So, um... Trying to find career peace, start with that vision statement um, so that when you're assessing opportunities, if it's good for you, if you want to go for that position, if you want to go for that promotion, if you're thinking about switching organizations, um, in these last few months of me interviewing places, I had to also recognize, and it was nothing but the grace of God, that I was in an organizational leadership class at the time. And um, we're doing a lot of research and work and white papers and all this writing and reading and stuff about organizational leadership and what is organizational culture, rather, I'm sorry. And I, it, it hit me how vital that is. And so one of the interviews I had to explain to the young lady, I said, you know what? Um, interviews are not one-sided. I, I know that wherever I go, I'm going to give 10,000%. So the next move that I make, I need to know that my 10,000% that I'm going to be given to my employer is going to be matched and it's going to be commensurate to, to that effort. Like the, the energy, the respect, the uh, compensation, the financial compensation, all of that has to be in alignment. So one of the things that really, really helped me, y'all, is one, understanding uh, well, first, I'll, I'll go back to the first point, which is writing out that personal vision statement. What is the vision for you for right now, for your future? What is it that you're trying to attain or what are your goals? And what are you committed to committing to yourself? And to I did mine because, you know, I'm also interested in public policy. I did mine. Mine is to myself and to society. So that's step one. Um, step two is I began to um, do research on different types of organizational cultures and structures and started basing my questions in these interviews based on that. Okay, well, what is your leadership style? What would you say is the organizational culture? What is, what is that culture like? Okay, can you give me some examples of how that exists? Um being comfortable with again who I am, my gifting, my talents, which means I need to add that as the finale. <laughs> um, being at peace with who I am is being translated into all areas, but specifically in the in this segment of career peace, 
because I'm no longer shying away from, I'm no longer intimidated by, right? I'm no longer shrinking. I'm no longer um, waiting for a seat at the table or, you know, um, I don't know if we talked about this already, but, you know, sometimes we're so anxious to get a seat at the table that once we finally sit there, we don't really want to say anything because we just sat down, right? Like, okay, well, I'm just be, I'm gonna just be an observer, y'all. Y'all go ahead, keep, 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 keep going, keep going, keep talking. <laughs> After I wrote my personal vision statement, I said, no, I'm taking up space. Um, I'm negotiating salaries. I am either going to um, operate. I'm going to confirm organizational culture uh, in the spaces in which I'm going to operate, or I'm going to change organizational culture and create organizational culture in the spaces that, in which I and I operate. Um, so, if you are looking for peace in your career, I would say start with those two things. My next thing that I would say is to uh, research and to understand and do the work to figure out what are your learning styles uh, you can't have multiple but what is your primary learning style and your primary communication style and then understand do research that doesn't mean necessarily you got to go and do an interview with the people you work with but you can kind of tell after you start learning the different learning styles the different communication styles it's just like the love languages, y'all. So if you're familiar with the five love languages, acts of service, words of affirmation, gifts, quality time, and physical touch. Um, when we love somebody, mine, for example, is quality time. A lot of people think it's gifts because I like things. So if you're buying me a bunch of gifts, but we only um, spend 15 minutes together, I'm going to probably have an attitude. Um my boyfriend was over here um, working. We're both kind of like working from home. Well, I wasn't really working from home. But he's working from home, like legit typing, making calls, doing all the things. And I kind of was like, okay, well, let me just go lay down and wait for you to be done. And then he was like, oh, that wasn't that so nice we spent the whole day together. And I was like, no, that was not nice. We did not spend the whole day together. <laughs> You were on the phone all day, and then you had to leave afterwards. <laughs> like, we didn't, that wasn't quality time. So, saying all that to say that um, when you have, for example, about me, right? If quality time is my primary love language, and that's what I'm giving to my boyfriend all the time, but his primary love language is physical touch or words of affirmation our relationship would not function properly like we wouldn't one of us would always be missing something one of us would always be um having a need a need that was not being met because I'm trying to love in the way that I want to receive love. I'm trying to give it in the way that I want to receive it. And it's the same thing with communication styles and learning styles. You might be a very articulate verbal communicator, but your boss may be, um, only likes to communicate in written format. But that means 
okay, then you got to wait for that person to go and sit down and type something up, right? So it's important to understand where you work and who you're working with, because then you can circumvent some of these issues because it's sometimes we have to just understand and, and um, accept that even though we like it this way, somebody else may not. Or even though we learn this way, like you might be able to host, you might want to host a whole workshop for the whole team, right? And it's a team building. We're going to be <laughs> like my boss, Kevin, took us all to, he said, let's go have lunch by like the lake or something. I forget what he said. And I'm like, okay, cool. So I came in like tennis shoes. I had like a little racerback dress on and a little, you know, track jacket or whatever. I didn't know that we were going to the top of the mountain and then we're going to hike and climb over stuff and be all real deep in the water. I thought we were going to like literally like pull over and it was going to be a lake right there. So that to me, <laughs> that was not like a fun team building activity for me because if you know anything about the girl, I'm not one for hot. I don't like mountainous things. I now, if you want to do a nature walk on like a solid flat land, I'm, I'm the boom. Jump on the spot. I could do that, but stuff with like cliffs and all that. No, no, no. So it's important to understand. Um, I think it it for me what I after learning and assessing kind of like oh okay now I see now that I know that I know so and so likes to communicate this way so I'm going to reduce my expectation that they're going to communicate like this because this is their primary way of communicating now if you are the boss and you are in charge it's even more important for you to understand your leadership style okay your communication style and your learning and teaching styles um, I said I was going to keep this short, so I really want to start wrapping up actually right here. Um, because as a person, and, and let me say this also, if you are not the manager or the person in charge, you can still do that research about your leadership styles because we're all leading some kind of thing. And it's important for you to just identify what that is. I have recognized, well, I've known for quite a while that I'm a servant leader. That is is kind of my approach because I also lead with love, right? Um, so it's hard for me um, to work with very pragmatic leaders um, that are or, you know, people who are very scientific method kind of thinkers because that way of thinking and operating is very black, white. Um, it's very dehumanizing. I don't mean that in, in um, like a dramatic way, but it's just, it's designed to be that way. It's cogs in a machine and that's how you look at it. You're not looking at it as individual employee, Brene Antoinette, who is a single mom who has this going on and has that that's not that kind of leadership so because I'm very human centric it's very easy for me to be a servant leader because I want to know who the person is and I, that's how I want to operate 
the way, one of the ways that you can start to have peace in your workplace and in your career is to understand who you are and who you are working with. It will change the game for you because again, then you can temper or base your expectations. Whoo, there it goes. Y'all know it was coming. You already knew it was coming. You can base or temper your expectations um, around having that knowledge and accepting that uh, because a lot of our frustration comes from usually the way people communicate and the way they operate. So understanding those things will definitely give you peace in your career. Um, we'll, we'll start you on that journey at least. I'm not going to guarantee that after you know how these people, they may just be whack people. That brings me to my next point. When you become comfortable, and that's why the vision uh, vision statement is so important. When you become comfortable and confident with who you are, you understand your leadership style, your communication style, um, and uh, your management style. And I'm going to pause right there because there's a difference between a leader and a manager, right? There's differences between leadership styles and management styles. Um, I, how can I summarize this? Um, a leader is the le- the leadership style is your approach to the people that you work with. The management style is how you get the job done and accomplish the tasks that you are hired to do, essentially. So you gotta fuse those two things together. How, how do I treat you as a human being, right? As a leader, this is how I'm gonna lead you, but how I'm going to manage you is going to be this way. Um, again, I'm trying to keep this short so we don't have to have time to get into that, but understanding who you are, who you work with, boom. That vision statement, when you become real, real clear, about who you are, how you operate, what you're trying to accomplish. Situations, circumstances, opportunities, collaborations, business partners, friends, all of these things. It will just become a lot more clear as to what works for you and what doesn't. And what serves you and what kind of environment doesn't. And those things are vitally important to having peace for, with where you are. Um, when I worked my dream job, it was great in the beginning because I wasn't being micromanaged. Um, after however many years of being there, five years of being there, I began to be micromanaged and um, kind of uh, singled out in certain things. And it began to affect a lot of different areas. And because of that, even though this was my dream job and I loved it and all the different things, I stopped having um, peace in my career and started to become very um, taxing to me emotionally. So I had to I had to sit with myself. You want peace? Be still. I had to sit with myself and really say, Is this still the place for me? Part of having peace in your career is understand, knowing what season you are in in your life and knowing if where you are is still serving you and not being afraid to make the hard decision if the decision is no. I love this job, I love these people or 
you know, maybe not I love this job, but I love these people. I love da 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 da. But this no longer serves me. Um, you gotta get you gotta get still, and you have to become very sensitive to to yourself, to spirit, and just like yo, speak to me, Lord. <laughs> A word of life <laughs> that I might hear. Okay, we're not about to try to. Um, but that's a good song. I might listen to that after. Where there is a loud and clear, still and strong. Um, yeah, speak to me. That's a good Mary Mary song. Oh, sorry, y'all. I'm so thirsty. I'm a little parched. But if you want peace in your career, be still and allow yourself to be honest with where you are, who you are, um, you know, the job that served you for X, Y amount of years may not be the job that still serves you. Um, be okay with the evolution of that. Be wise in your decision-making process. Um, and I think that goes back again to that, having that vision statement of, who you are, what you stand for, what you plan to do, um, what you're committed to do with your, for yourself and for society. And child, I know this is not safe, but it is 10.52 p.m. Ooh, child. Okay, well, let's wrap this on up. Um, but be clear, be still, so you can be clear with yourself about, um, you know, where, where you are. And also, do not sell yourself short write down um i just did started doing a swot analysis for a new project um that i'm got coming coming for you um but writing down your strengths and if you're struggling with your strengths not not knowing exactly what to write down ask your friends and family what would you say are some of my strengths um get clear about those write those down because once you start to write down your strengths and I recommend asking your friends and family even if you already have written some down because they see you in a different way than you see me um and they will just speak a different kind of life into you that you may not necessarily speak into yourself so um get clear about who you are so that you can really truly operate in spaces that deserve you and um, are, are best for you. And again, be comfortable with your own evolution because what serves you this year, you may be called to do something a little bit different next year. And again, be wise in your decision. I'm not saying, Ooh, I hate y'all. Peace out. Two weeks now. <laughs> this is my two weeks. I'm out. Um, and you don't have anything else lined up. No, be, you know, be wise. <laughs> be wise. I'm going to say two things in relation to that. One reason that you may not have peace in your current situation is if you didn't, if you didn't look before you leap. <laughs> you got to look before you leap. Look and see what you're leaping into before you just do it. Don't just do something because it sounds good. Do your research. Make a wise decision. Um, and another reason that you may not is if you keep going from situation to situation. It may not be the job. That's the, that's the problem. 
it may be you. That's a hard thing to hear. It may not be the men, sis. It may not be the women, bro. It may be you. <laughs> you may be the problem. It may not be all the different business partners that you've been through. It may be you. Look at yourself. Sit with yourself and get real clear and real intentional about what your next move should be after you've done those things that I told you to do. Make that vision statement. Assess where you are, your leadership style, your management style, your communication, learning style, teaching style, all of those things. And then do that same, those same steps for the people that you, at the very least, the people that you have the most conflicts with. Figure out based on after you do your little research and reading up on okay this is pragmatic leadership okay this is paternal leadership okay this is you might be able to to pinpoint what your issue is why what's being violated within you the way that they communicate or the way that they carry themselves once you do that work and then once you've identified it it'll be much easier to get to get past it or at least you'll have a a little bit of a comprehension so it may, may not be as stressful or as taxing child i don't know if you just heard me turn the lamp out but i'm sleepy so i love y'all hope you have a great rest of the week um i'm gonna decide if we're gonna do one or two more episodes for this season but we are coming close to the end i hope that this is bringing you at least peace in a couple of areas of your life i love you guys and um Ooh, ciao, good night. Talk to you later.